Hi, I'm Bullet Bob Armstrong. You're listening to a podcast of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, one of my favorite times of wrestling. And remember, this podcast is always bad to the bone. Uh, Jim, this is not your interview time. You, uh, I don't care. Hey, you no, are, you, you ain't telling me what's going to go around. I'll put you in the face, too, Bob. Call it a heart. You've already had your interview time. This Let is me, not for you. I don't care. Let me just say something, Bob Armstrong. You see, I'm very near having a stroke. You see, I've got a lot of problems going on in my life right now. And I know all these people would love to see me drop over and pop arteries out of my neck. And I know that you would love to be the cause of it. But let me tell you something, Bob Armstrong. You've gone way too dead gum far right now. Ever since day one, you have been against Jim Cornette. You've been against the heavenly bodies. You've been against everything I've tried to do, and you have done your dead level best to run me out of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And that's okay because I've done the same to try to get you unseated as commissioner. And I don't care whether every single one of these stinking coupon clipping food stamp eating rednecks thinks that you're the greatest thing since sliced bread or not. I've got a different story to tell. Bob Armstrong, you're nothing but a stinking, crooked politician. That's all you've ever been, a stinking, crooked wrestler at one time. And then, since you're so old, since you're so stinking old that you're retired now, you're a stinking, crooked politician. And I personally am ashamed that Smoky Mountain Wrestling has a stinking old redneck like you running it. But let me tell you this, you know, I sit here and I get all upset and I'm about ready to pass out. But you know, I ought to be laughing. I ought to be happy. Because you see, everybody knows that I'm successful. Everybody knows the heavenly bodies are the greatest thing in the world. And everybody knows that regardless of the rage of the cage or the last angle in Tennessee, we're going to remain that way. But you know something, Bob Armstrong? Everybody's ashamed of you. Not only these fans, not only everybody at Smoky Mountain Wrestling, your whole stinking family's ashamed of you. You want to know, hey, Dixie Dynamite, that goof running around here with a sock on his face, you know who that is? That's Scott Armstrong. I'll say it right now. That's his stinking son. That's Bob Armstrong's son, Scott Armstrong, who is so ashamed of his old man that he has to wear a mask over his face. He's ashamed to be a member of the Armstrong family. He's ashamed to be associated with a crook like Bob Armstrong, so he wears a mask over his face like a common stinking criminal. That's what Dixie Dynamite is. He's Scott's the hate. Hey, here, yeah. here is Dynamite. Let me tell you something, brother. I ain't ashamed of nothing. I am Scott Armstrong. I don't owe you nothing. I don't owe nobody nothing. Let me tell you something. And I want everybody else to know it too. I'm not ashamed of my father. I love my father with all of my heart. He is the most honest man I have ever met. And I'll tell you something else too. He raised me and my brothers to be good, good-hearted men. Whether I wear a sock on my head, the reason I wore a sock on my head is so that whining mama's boys like you didn't run their mouth to the promotion, Sandy Scott, saying that he's daddy's boy. So let's show him a little favoritism. Brother, I didn't want the favoritism, so I wore the mask because I love my father. Yeah, there's your answer. Yeah. That's a great sentiment, Scott Armstrong, but let me tell you one thing, I don't love your father. Hey, because he's been against me and mine ever since day one. You come out here and you say, I love my daddy, that's why I'm gonna wear a sock on my face. Well, I got news for you, I think you're still ashamed. And I'm, hey, hey, hey. Uh, here, here's Ar Commissioner Armstrong. Listen, 
If you've got something to say to somebody, don't be talking about my family. Don't be talking to these fans. Have a little guts. Say it to my face. If you've got something to say, say it. For God's sake, just say it to me. That's exactly what I'll do, Ed. I'll say it to your Ernest T. Bass-looking face with that cap on. I'll say it to you. You are without a doubt the lowest form of human life that I've ever known in my life. You say you're the commissioner and you push a pencil and you tell people where to go and you tell people what to do and you make all these rules and you've been trying to screw me since day one. But it ain't worked and it ain't gonna work and no matter what you do, it is not gonna work. You know what you're like, you know what you're like, huh? You know what you're like, big man, big barrel chest? You're like a drill sergeant hiding behind his stripes. You're like a police officer hiding behind his badge. You've got that commissioner's tie on. And as long as you wear that commissioner's tie, Mr. Commissioner, can't nothing happen to you. Can't nobody punch you in the face. That's what you're hiding behind is that commissioner's tie. Hey, if this tie is bothering you, let me solve your problem. It's just a clip-on tie. It comes right off. The shirt comes open. The tie goes down. And it's very simple. It's very simple. The tie's off now. If you got something else to say, let's hear it. I'm saying to you, Armstrong, you've gone too stinking far. You have tried to best me for the last time. You're not only the only one involved in this, but your family is to Brad down there in Atlanta, Steve's sitting home wherever he is, Peanut Head over there, and it's Brian, the little one, the one that went off and joined the Marine Corps and became known as the world's biggest deserter for hiding off. Wait a minute. And Armstrong has got him. If you ever say anything about my family again, brother, I'm going to knock you out. You can't talk to me like that. Oh, and he does. And down goes Cornette. As the commissioner slugged him and Cornette hits the floor and he hits it hard, fans. While we get things back together here, let's take a moment to find out more about the volunteer slam right here. And on that note, I think that was one of Bullet Bob's best promos from Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Yes, we opened the show a little bit different this week. Doc, I guess I'll throw it to you first. We didn't have a formal opening this week because uh, the wrestling world lost a very important person. What did you th- One, what did you think about Bullet Bob right there? And then overall, your thoughts on Bullet Bob as we covered him for four years in Smoky. That was one of... That was... There was two main moments that Bob... Armstrong completely killed me in Smoky Mountain and one is pulling off that tie because the first time you see it you come unglued because that that tie comes off and then that big ass barrel chest comes out of that shirt and the other is Armstrong's army when he's out there running drills on his compound with the fucking rock and roll and the Armstrongs (laughs) but man Bad to the bone, smooth talking, ex-fireman, ex-marine, I think. Bob Armstrong, what a loss. What a what a man's man, right? I don't... He's like Lance Russell, Kamala, in that you ain't going to hear nobody ever say a bad thing about him. He is a man's man. Jim Cornette just said a bunch of bad things about him. In yeah. a working way, of course. Oh, no. That promo right there, the reason I wanted to play that at the beginning of the show is because I distinctly remember it as we went through Smokey. But there's so many great moments. Corny yapping. Scott, that's Scott's best promo in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. One of his best moments. 
pulling the mask off. That is, you're right. I did wear this mask. I didn't want preferential treatment. He is my father. Pulls the mask off. But when Bob Armstrong comes out and he turns the freaking hat backwards, that that was step one. Hey, Nick, it was on. When Corny starts yapping about the tie, he's like, let me tell you something. It's just a clip on. Yeah. <laughs> don't, let that shit, don't let that shit mess you up. Like, look at that. Look at that right there. Look at right there. Bob Armstrong's got the hat on backwards and he's about to rip the tie off. That is so glorious. God, Man, I he, love that moment. Bob Armstrong was still getting his swell on deep yeah, into dude, it. He's, he's big. I mean, he but he was still lifting weights like this summer, I think. Yeah, remember Scott, when they showed him when he got injured and, and he was working out in the in Armstrong's uh in his house? Mm-hmm. But look at him right there, dude. He's got, I mean, Corny said it, you big barrel-chested Ernest T-Bag. Like, he's swole, man. He ain't no little bitty dude. And he's in his 50s here. Harper, you always hated this angle. What do you think about Bob Armstrong passing away? I just, uh, man, what kind of grown man wears a a clip-on tie? A a man who's going to tear the clip-on off and whip Cornette's ass? I remember wearing those for, like, my fucking communion and shit. Hey, and you know, you, and you were complaining the whole way through, too. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm not wearing this shit. When's it over? Okay, so if we could not make this about you for just... We'll get to you in just a second. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Coming back to the show after an absence. But, I mean, Bob, Bob Armstrong was a natural choice to be the Smoky Mountain Commissioner. We spent week in, week out with him for years. You know, Continental, WCW, NWA legend you know he was one of the guys when flair would come to alabama for continental that he'd get a shot at the title he just had that rap man he had that workers rap that he could he could communicate to the to the people right yes he did he sound real as fuck there's 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 just nothing fake about him there's no nothing fake about him it's not a gimmick he's real he could talk, he could work, he could he fix your just... car, probably. You know, he <laughs> could, and then he'd be a little bit disgusted that you don't know this stuff already or that nobody's taught you this stuff. So he'd be like, I'll help you, but I mean, do you want to learn how to do this so you can do it next time? And you're like, Man, I'm hungover, I don't give a shit, just fix boy, it, boy, boy, just go to the junkyard. All you need is a carburetor for the thing. Just needs a carburetor. Don't need nothing else. You got to bring that to the shop. Just, just go get a carburetor from the junk, y'all. We'll put that thing on and be working and be working in thirty minutes. Uh, Mister Mister Armstrong, I, I I don't know how to do that. Oh boy, I got to teach you everything, huh? Where's the junkyard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But seriously, R.I.P. Bullet, bullet Bob. I can't even get it out. Um, he just was a legend, man. There's no other way to say it. And he had to be the best face there, except maybe Tracy. And let's be fair. The only reason we got tired of it is because they relied on it so much. Right, right. Because that was the, 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 I mean, they didn't really have a choice. Well, at this point in 93, the promotion's only a little over a year old. So we, we, this was like great shit right here. We were, yeah. we were all into it. But what happens is, 
you get to 94 and then 95 and it's you know they're still at odds and it just was like man we're going to the well again and I, and I think Corny has even said that before. He's like, well, maybe we shouldn't have went to the well. But small roster, you know the drill. You got to do what you got to do. All that said, R.I.P. Bullet Bob Armstrong, uh, one of the true legends of the sport. Yes. They don't true. make them like that anymore. Speaking of true legends, as we shift gears, Harper, you're back with us this week. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Where were you? You went to Pensacola. Okay, we were yeah. wondering about that. We were, we were wondering if it was going to be Gulf Shores or no. Destin or yeah. maybe you know the South Bank of the a Pontchartrain. Yeah. <laughs> how was uh? How was Pensacola? How's Pensacola this time of year? It's it wasn't bad. I mean, like it. I mean, there was no one really around for you know for the most part because it's so late. So. The beaches weren't packed. Did you do a lot of banging? I did some banging. Yeah. So yeah, we stayed in this nice uh, beach house, had a saltwater pool, and I, I mean, it, it was nice. Some banging. I mean, some, some banging. A lot more than some, but okay. Yeah, I'm always banging though. So. <laughs> Ring a ding ding. That's nice. Yeah, oh. I, I'm telling her like we're, we're fucking driving in. And the sign that says, welcome to Pensacola with the swordfish and shit or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Coca-Cola got started here. That's where the cola came from when they came up with uh, Coca-Cola because it was made of Pensacola. She was like, I didn't know that. I thought it was in Atlanta. I was like, no, it started here. Then it moved to Atlanta. Oh, She's like, I ran random Bruh. country lesson. <laughs> she's like, I didn't know that. I was like, yeah, man. It's, you know, Coca-Cola started here. I'm thinking, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> how how old is your girl? 32. 32. Okay, is when when y'all were on the beach, is she wearing a one-piece or, or a bikini? No, just a, a, a one-piece. Mm. Yeah, come on, man. You gotta keep it classy. Whoa, excuse us. In the most unprofessional podcaster there is. No, He's oh, dude, that jellyfish like fucking crazy though. Fuck. So you just walked around peeing on people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was goddamn all over the place, man. Okay. They stung the shit out of me. Uh, Pensacola, Florida, classy clientele at the beach there. Yeah. It's a lot of you know America. What's that mean? I, I don't follow. What does that mean? No, no, oh, you know no. what it means. <laughs> but uh, there's not a lot of Mike's people. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, yes. Ah, that's uh, even better. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. In fact, I'm going to look up some demographics on that town. Oh, no. I, I did see one black family. I, I was like, look at this shit. Wow! <laughs> Look at this shit. Literally, no, that's like, what you said. Oh no! Like, no. We're, we're sitting there. You know, it was uh, you know like a black guy with his wife and his and his kid, and the kid was playing. I was like, man, what do you think's running through their fucking head right now? Where's all the white women? <laughs> <laughs> that's real classy, Hopper. No, Did you think when you... I, I literally saw like that was the only black people I saw. It was fucking weird. Did you well, want to go up to him and here's say? The thing. Now here's the thing, though. Let's let's be real. 
Um, there's 52,000 people in city proper. 28% African American. That's more. That's a higher percentage than national. Well, I don't know. Maybe you must have gone to the part that's exclusionary. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. What's that mean, Mike? He went to the. He went to like what it means. Let me explain to you in in terms of New Orleans that you would understand. Remember when there was Pontchartrain Beach and Lincoln Beach, and Pontchartrain yeah. Beach the white folks went to, and yeah. the black folks went to Lincoln Beach because they weren't allowed in Pontchartrain Beach. That's where you were at in Pensacola. Yeah, it's like there's no dead bodies. All like syringes washing up by us. That's nice. Real class. That's, that, that's fucked up. Did you want to walk up to that black family and be like, "Hey, um, my friend and his family, um, you know, I know them. I, I know I'm them. Okay. Y'all okay know Mike Biden. Mills. He's, <laughs> he's black. You mean the bass player in REM? Yeah. It's nice. And he's losing uh, his religion. Oh, that's him in a corner. And it's <laughs> whatever. I got you. I got you. Mike may not, but. It wasn't. I, know, I, I got it. I, I I know I know that song. Yeah. So it's good to get to the beach, though. It's refreshing, isn't it? Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, there was zero mask. I, I was like, man, put your mask on before we go in. Okay, we put it in. I was like, we're the only people wearing masks in here. The fuck. Mm. <laughs> well, this could be Harper's last show. I know. Huh? <laughs> See you at the crossroads. <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. Well, I mean, Harper, it wasn't mad. I mean, it was fun. It's yeah. nice to get away. Yes, it's always nice to get away. It always sucks to come back, Harper. We did miss you last week. There were a couple of parts of the show where we really could have used your help. Yeah. Glad to have you back, though. Glad that you uh, got the pipes drained out on the out on the ocean. Did you, did you do any actual screwing on the beach, or did you no. keep it all in the house? I think that's like a myth. Okay, and, and then um, were, was it just you and her there, or I mean, she had it? some friends over, like some friends oh, there. What kind of friends? There was a no, no, like some friends of hers. Oh, so it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a sorority house with Harper no. running around, fucking doing the <laughs> the elephant trunk with your little weenie <laughs> through the house. That's nice. <laughs> So it wasn't the Dallas Cowboys ring rat house of the 80s, no. 90s. And we tried to hey. fucking a saltwater pool, and you can't do it. It's impossible. Bruh, Bruh that, that's, a, that's overrated. Screwing that's so water. overrated. I, I was like, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's, go, let's go inside. Why the fuck we doing this here? And the older you get, it's like, man, can I just have be in a bed? when I, I mean, when you're young, you're like, let's do it on the roof. And, you know, yeah. When you're right. old, it's like let's fuck on the floor. No, let's be in the bed so when we're done, I can just go ahead and get on to sleep. Yeah, let's do it on the, the bed where I throw the, my headset. <laughs> and you fall asleep and your cock's like stuck to your stomach. Don't you hate that? <laughs> and then you wake up, you're like, "Fuck, look at this, grow up." <laughs> can you act like an adult for once? What? Jesus. Oh, Oh, Jesus Christ. Mike, Mike, Rest Mike, in peace, Bullet Bob. Yeah, Bullet Bob. Mike, you might want to redirect traffic here. I think we've heard enough okay. of this. <laughs> let's let's, let's do a couple things, and then we'll... Then we, then we'll I crossed the, the line. You <laughs> crossed the line. No, I, I, I crossed the line. What was that ECW show, The Night the Line Was Crossed? 
Yes. Uh, I guess yeah. I'm the only historian. No, here. no, you're All not right. the only. You're not the only one. All right. So, um, couple of couple of things. First off, shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blasting, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, Joe Weiss. Thank you for your support each and every month. And then uh, one other thing related to Patreon. Not a new patron, but Harper's a good buddy. Uh, Stephen Javorski. He must have got hey. some trim from his wife this week because he moved over to Patreon finally. So there you go. Thank, Thank you, Stephen God, Javorski. Yeah, must have been it. And then I wanted to say something. I think Doc's got an iTunes five star review. He's going to read. Um, I got two. Yeah, actually, there's two. I'm looking at it right now. But uh, I, I had neglected to mention this. I think I mentioned it a long time ago, but I want to mention it again. If you are an Android user and you use Podcast Addict, which is a very popular podcast app uh, for Android users, a lot of people use it, you can also now rate the shows there. It'll, it'll, I think it's like a Google review. But anyway, you can, you can rate the show if you use Podcast Addict. So I want to mention uh, Ryan Damon, 1982. He says the he gave it five stars and he said the one person who said four out of five is a liar. This is five out of five. Couldn't be better even if they had me on. So I mm. wanted to mention that there were a few others as well. Those are older ones. I will read those in the coming weeks. But I wanted to remind everyone again: if you use Podcast Attic, you can give us a five star review using Podcast Attic. Now, Doc, you got some iTunes Apple Podcast reviews, don't you? Well, I got a couple of shout outs to the Darkaholics. Uh, one, my first shout out of recognition this week is to our old friend, Uncle Roger, because we are a week out from the NFL starting and they're going to get this shit underway. We're going to get our football back. And, and I know we all need that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I love the I love the NBA. I'm watching every night. I love baseball. I watch every night. But nothing, nothing beats football. Right. Yeah, I can't Nothing watch too- those playoff games. It's just, it's just not the same, dude. I'm, I'm with you, Hopper. I'm, I'm, I'm. This is September, got- and I'm ready for football. Yeah, I, I'm ready for football, but I got no problems with the NBA. So I'm gonna, but I'm gonna give Uncle Raj because, man, they're doing something dirty to keep these players healthy. Because you ain't heard shit about it. This is the first <laughs> time in your life. You've ever gone into an NFL season knowing as little about that season coming up as you know right now. Dude, I think they're injecting them with the vaccine at this point. Who knows, man? Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you. They're in the bubble. They're probably taking here. the same shit um, um, of Magic Johnson's fucking That's thing. right. That's, That's right. That's nice, Hopper. What? Well, AIDS is a virus, too. Yeah. Okay. They're taking antivirals, dude. All right. Duh. Duh. All right, my second one is my old friend Fritz. He's out there on Twitter. This week he was talking about um, – I'm glad Harper's here for this one. You want to talk about he, – he shouted out a rock band that is a rock band's rock band, underrated in this world, Thin Lizzy. Now there's a kick-ass rock band. Yeah, this is good for Mike too because they had a black Irish bass-playing singer. You're so racist. Uh, what? Nah, nah he was he's, awesome, dude. He's uh, black Irish like Shaquille O'Neal. Why right. you got to point out that he's black though? Why can't he just be a, a bassist? Because that was an that was a weird feature for the seventies rock band, and they overcame. I mean, overcame that stigma to to have worldwide hits. Yeah, if look, you're, when if the you're race out there war breaks like, out, I'm still not saving your life. Okay. If you're out there and you're thinking, hmm, where should I start with them? I would suggest starting with the album Jailbreak. Not a bad song on it. Particular favorite. It's got all the hits. It's got the. Boys are back in town, and jailbreak, and uh, the cowboy song, and my personal favorite, Angel from the Coast. 
Really great record. So now let's get over to these five star reviews because we got a couple here. And, and, you know, this helps the algorithms work. Uh, we have one from a, well, let me see what this is. My, it's real, my eyes are getting bad here. Slider 2K5. Okay, so it says, how can you not love it? That's true. Um, do you love old school wrestling? Do you like to laugh? Push oh. subscribe and sit back for a journey through Smoky Mountain Wrestling in the NWA. You won't regret it. Also, support these guys on Patreon, and you can get hundreds of additional podcasts from WCCW, ECW, and everything in between. You can even hear Harper talk about the bra that squirted on him as we were all That's right. About that. God almighty. They did another, they did another uh, live cast last Friday without us, Harper. Yeah, I noticed that. What the fuck? You were on a beach. I was on a, yeah, okay, so that's the excuse. Yeah. See, I don't know why you're upset. I don't know why you're upset. In what universe does the varsity team get upset if the JV gets a little run? Who cares? Whatever. Hey, bro, by the way. When when we hit the real time, when the the games start counting, it's Harper and I on the court, so we're good. (laughs) Hey, Doc, by the way, a couple weeks back, before you had made mention about the third string team, Sparks on Twitter had said he was the fifth string of BTT, and he said you gave him a promotion because you said he was the third string. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm Harper and I are all district, so we don't even know who's on the bench. That's right. I mean, okay. we don't learn. Last? We don't learn everybody else's name on the roster. I actually offered Lance for the spot that Friday and he said he couldn't make it. So he's doing some early scouting for the SMU's home opener this weekend. Well, by the way, yeah, by the, by the time this airs, SMU would have played uh Texas state at three 30 on ESPN. So go Mustangs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, now, uh, I gotta go right. on uh, the, uh, on a uh, world-class uh, Facebook fan page and post a bunch of my old pictures of Kerry Von Eric. So, uh, no, nah, I can't make it. Sorry. <laughs> that's dirty so here's the thing with all these college football teams not playing is two wins going to be bowl eligible this year (laughs) if you can have a bowl okay i don't care i'm gonna enjoy the ones that are playing okay i mean that's what's gonna suck is that like whoever your team is if they win the world series nba championship super bowl or whatever there's no fucking victory parade who cares? I didn't go when the when the Mavericks won. I know virus or not, I don't want to be around all those people. No, whatever. Okay, so here's the next five star review from Reg Fox. It's entitled. This is a good one. I'm putting this. This guy's getting the ultimate spotlight because, and I'll tell you as we read it. Uh, it the the title is that's classy Harper. Man, man, I love this show. And Harper is king. That's right. Pin me, pay me. Y'all like pinning me. Doc, <laughs> Doc, I love me some Shiner Bach beer too, brother. And Mike, keep up the hard work, man. P.S. I need my BTT shirt, Ken Folk. I'm at patron. I'm a patron at Reg Fox. And y'all, y'all boys get me through my workload. In the day, I work at a nursing home as a maintenance man. Graveyard shift, I'm at HEB, 
stocking groceries. Y'all boys keep it up. See, there's a hardworking man out there. That's nice. Logging through two jobs that ain't nobody else want. You can't even give them to the migrants that are drifting up here from Honduras. But he's out there taking the time to be a patron. He's out there writing five-star reviews. He's working two jobs. And I know, look, there's 340 ratings on Apple. I know the numbers. There's, we got, we got thousands more than that that listen. If you ain't done something for the show, I got to ask you why. Reg Fox is out there working two jobs, one of them overnight, and he wrote a great review. At a nursing home. At it's a not a nursing home. It's a retirement community. Where, where uh, seniors That's are inspired. I know seniors that are inspired and inspiring. <laughs> they ain't paying those nursing home people enough to work there right now. I can tell you that shit. Jesus Christ, huh? I mean, you're on the front line. Uh, uh, God, yeah, that sucks. And Reg I mean, if all a... the old people die in the nursing home, who are you going to steal pill- pills from? That's true. By the way, Reg Fox is a long-time listener and long-time patron. He's well, been there for a long time. Well, we appreciate you, Reg. I mean, you keep you keep knocking out these jobs that all these other freeloaders that aren't patrons that they don't want to do. And uh, we'll keep knocking out content and guts just for you, buddy. Hey, Harper, when you're banging your girl tonight and you finish, you know, that one's for you, Reg, and see what you're doing. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. She's going to like, who fucks Reg? Don't, don't worry about it. I got one more in me. <laughs> I got another one for Javorski. I got another one for Javorski. I'm calling this one Run to the Hills. <laughs> well, Mike, I think we're sufficiently cemented our place in hell. That's maybe nice. We, maybe we should talk about some wrestling. Yeah. Maybe we should finally get to the main show. How does that sound? Jesus Christ. <laughs> that beautiful background. If, I'm gonna uh, hear if, I'm gonna I'm gonna hear about this all day tomorrow at work. We went forty fucking minutes before we even got to the show. This is the shit I'm telling you about when you're blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, because you always complain. Brah, brah, can we get a tight show? Can we get a show that's quick tonight? And then we do 40 minutes of flips and dives. But I'm not complaining because I'm here to talk wrestling. And with that wrestling, we are talking April the 29th of 1989, Saturday night on TBS. Uh, Doc, so Jim Ross opens the show. He opens it with Ric Flair and then Steamboat comes comes out for a few minutes. Let me get to the to let me ask you, you got anything? I'm trying to get to the exact timestamp. We're almost there. I still think that this new backdrop looks like I could walk in there and get a new muffler. You know, it it reminds me of something from from like the mall stores back in the day, like fucking uh Chess King or something. Bro, it reminds me it's just say like mufflers Midas or muffler zone or some some shit. It does um, kinda like Jiffy Lube. Yeah, I know it's 1989, but the graphic has got that 1990s feel to it. It, it does. does. It's actually it... forward leaning. It looks old and shitty to us, but for that time, it wasn't right. that. It's um, kind of like, like 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 Sally Jesse Raphael looking or something. I, I, yeah, I can't explain it. It's that 90s crap. So, so early 90s crap. Yeah, by like yeah, ninety four, would have, by ninety four they would have stapled a flannel shirt to that shit and said it was grunge. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. did when Rick comes out, did Rick get a haircut here? Well, 
I was going to play it. So how about we go to it and then we can okay. uh, talk about it after. So okay. here we go. Jim Ross with you coming to you from the wrestling capital of the world here in Atlanta, Georgia. And as we mentioned at the top of the program, we have three big television main events for you today. We are only eight days away from the Music City Showdown, Wrestle Wars 89, coming to Nashville, Tennessee. That will be one week from tomorrow afternoon. We've got a tremendous program, as we mentioned. <coughs> I understand that nature boy, Ric Flair, is on his way to the ring, the challenger for the heavyweight championship. And as you can see, the nature boy, as usual, is surrounded by three lovely ladies and he has one of the most unique training regiments that I've ever seen. Quite honestly, you've got to be a little envious of the Nature Boys training regiment. I also want to remind you fans that right here on the program next week, the Nature Boy will be wrestling on this program next week. And you're, I see you're in uh, deep training, quite obviously. Well, what I've done, Jim Ross, is I've started the victory celebration a week early. And as you can see, put the camera woo, on what's going on in the life of the soon-to-be world heavyweight wrestling champion. Look at this right here, Jim Ross. Take your pick, pal. We've been friends through thick and thin. This is styling and profiling. This is why, Rick Steamboat, I am once again the total picture of confidence. I know that one week and one day from right now in Nashville, Tennessee, I'm gonna walk that walk. Woo! Looking as only I can look with the likes of these three beauties and Steamboat, I'm gonna beat you for the world's heavyweight championship. All right, Nature Boy, one thing I mentioned that right here next week, apparently you're so confident, your training is so fine-tuned that you're gonna be wrestling here next week. Hey, Jim, look over to your left, my friend. Look over, do you blame me? I am the total picture of confidence. This is what life in the fast lane's all about. Jet airplanes, beautiful women, fine clothes, what is it, my friend? We're out here as long as I want to stand here. Tell them, JR. Well, I'll tell you something. Uh, we do have uh, a match preparing to go into the ring. Uh, next week, you will be wrestling. And wait just a second. The world's champion, the world's champion, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, is uh, on his way to the ring as well. I hope we don't have a confrontation here, I'll assure you. Let's keep our composure, please. Champ, you coming to the party? What do you say, champ? Not interested. Not interested at all. You know something, Nature Boy? I didn't come out here to intimidate your lifestyle or put down your morals. But as you heard, these people, when I walked out here, they know where my strength comes from. They know what I believe in. They know exactly, watch this. They know what I stand for. They also know I've got your number. Girls, come in here very closely. You just heard some words of wisdom from the world's heavyweight champion. But girls, as I've told you, next Sunday, you have got 
to beat Ric Flair and pal, you can't do it again. I'm telling you. You know something, Jim? Throughout the years, this man has been the best intimidator that I have seen in our professional ranks. He has done me, he's intimidated me over the years, and every wrestler that's come along for this quest. But now the shoe's on the other foot. Now I'm wearing this around my waist. You've got to come after me. This is the last showdown, May 7th. All right, gentlemen, my friend, you don't have to remind me what showdown is about to take place. You've made it very clear along with Jim Hurd and NWA, this could be my last chance. And pal, believe woo, I'm going to make the very best of it. You know something, Nature Boy? You sound like a used car salesman, and I'm not buying it. You're trying to intimidate me right here now, and I'm not buying it. Come May 7th. Jim, listen to these people. I think they're saying it all right there, ladies and gentlemen. Fellas, we've got a match that we have to go to in the ring. I hope that we can remain civil here for this situation. I know you will be, Ricky. At least I've done something that this man has neglected to do the times that he had this belt. And that's give him three matches. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you're here from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. From the world champion. Now, let's take one last look at the new world heavyweight champion. Fans, let's go up to the ring and rebarb Jones. Okay, Doc, I want your honest opinion on that. I think it's a terrible idea to bring Steamboat out and put him right in front of Rick. That's not in anybody's best interest you shouldn't let him touch like that verbally i did like ricky saying that he had rick's number but it's just uh, as as great as they are with chemistry in the ring they don't have it verbally and there's better ways to do that i also popped because basically jr told us that rick's training regimen is to screw yeah was that when the chicks he married God, I hope not. Those weren't those. I mean, those weren't all that great. The redhead in the back had a little bit of personality, but the other two were just, I guess, just waiting to get splooged on at some point. Ted, come on. You see? He's got to just get his flips and dives in, Harper. That's how he can't get sponsors. That That's, that's it, man. <laughs> Well, that's it. Exploded. By the way, I begged everybody last week to join Patreon because once again, we don't have sponsors. So if you didn't like my begging last week, I'm sorry, but I'm going to beg again. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. If you want to hear the review where we talk about this third match with Steamboat and Flair, it's going to be on the pay-per-view coming up in another two weeks. So again, that's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Uh, Doc, what else did you have from this promo? as good as they are in the ring, they're just not selling. I mean, Rick is, but it just doesn't translate to talking me and getting me excited. Yeah. Ricky Steve just not, he, he doesn't, and he was good. It's just, he, he was good last week, but it was cause he was by himself. Yeah. I, I thought this went for too long and I just was like, it, it felt painful at times. 
Yeah. I, I just, I thought Rick was fine, but man, they, they just emasculate Ricky out there when he's, you know, he comes out there and you got, I don't know, you got flair with the women. And he's talking about, you know, doing all the dirty things he's going to do. And, and then Ricky comes out and he's like, I'm not going to come out here and preach to you about morals. I'm like, oh my God, they just, God, they just made him look so weak when he said, I don't know. Man, I didn't think about it like that back then, but that's what I think about it now. Maybe he should have had his, his baby and his wife with him. Sure. The, fa- the family unit. That's the right. Family unit. Harper, did you have any other thoughts on it? it I mean, Rick, uh, I mean, Ricky Steamboat's just like a, it's, it's just a, a wet blanket. When he, when he does a promo, I'm I'm sorry. It's not always bad, but that one, this one was. But the thing is, it's with Rick, and as Rick is, he's, it's fucking Ric Flair doing his thing, and there's steamboats. You know, wait till I get my hands on you, Rick. <laughs> yeah. Doc, any other thoughts before we keep going? I don't think so. So Bob Orton is about to wrestle Trent Knight, and if you're watching the video version on Patreon, you saw it. In the middle of the match, Dick Murdoch comes out, and he attacks Gary Hart at ringside. Murdoch's got the the cowbell and, and, and rope, and he's laying a beating to, to Hart, and then he attacks Orton, and then Murdoch cuts a promo where Murdoch says, I'm going to stomp a mud hole in you. I'm going to stomp a mud hole in you and uh, stomp it dry. Doc, did you have anything from the match? It was very quick. We have a new Murdoch's quick promo. We have a new mat and a new ring apron, it looks like. Um, also, can you go to a 753 for me? Let's see. Is it a new ring, That It's a new ring. It does look very clean. It doesn't have the green ring apron, the NWA. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good catch. Yeah. Huh. Looking for everything. Now, Harper, tell me what's going on with this girl in pink on the other side. Where, where, where is she? Do we miss it? I went to where are we at? We're at eight now. All right, go a little bit back. Yeah, let's do that. We'll talk about this. I need to know, first of all, how old we think she is, and then because I, I don't want to do anything bad. Uh, that's that nice. Felt, that felt the white great. claw is coming lie. up. Yeah, I'm having a truly a mango truly right now. She she's right by Nick Patrick's leg. She's on the other side. She is dressed in like a pink halter top, and she's ready for something. I just don't know. Oh, if she's her. Like, yeah, I can barely see her. Yeah, you can yeah. barely see her though. If you wouldn't point it out, I, I wouldn't see all her. The, all the boys saw her. Well, Harper's coming off a week where he skeet skeeted for probably a couple times a day. So I'm always skeet know. skeeting. It was just in a different fucking uh, area code. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but I was gonna say, so his eyes aren't like you know his his eyes aren't at attention like normal. Okay. Uh, any other well, thoughts, Doc, on this? She'll be there the whole show. So. Okay. <laughs> what about from Murdoch's promo, Doc? Anything? Ah, he's just hot. That swing yeah. that cowbell, man. With yeah, that fuck shit. that, dude. <laughs> Imagine that some big old redneck motherfucker like that swinging a goddamn cowbell at you. 
<laughs> Captain Redneck means business. Oh, shit. And he's probably drunk. Yeah. Probably. I got your heritage, not hate right here. Come on. <laughs> Look at this card. What? I mean, everybody knows these, these three letters. Take down this statue, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Lord Murdoch was alive today, Jesus. Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving. Junkyard Dog versus Ron Simmons is up next. Before the match starts, JYD appears to try to politic with Simmons about something. I don't know what they were talking about. Now, uh, if you recall, we've been we've been in this thing with uh, ba- waiting to figure out what the hell is going on with with Teddy Long for the longest. So um, we heard weeks ago. I mean, really did. It's been like three or four weeks. We were weeks ago. That they needed to get down to the bottom of the shenanigans with Teddy Long and what happened at the Clash of Champions. But, I don't know, Doc, refresh my memory. It feels like they mentioned it, but we haven't heard anything since then, right? They mentioned something about it last week, but nothing meaningful and meaningfully enough to, for us to talk about. Um, I, I guess we're going to, I mean, what was the old way that we would have said this Um it looks like Ron Simmons has had a shift in attitude. Yeah, Ron Simmons is looking like he's got a shift in attitude. So a little yeah, bit more yourself. aggressive than it, we are used to seeing from him. I agree. Okay. So what happens here is um, Simmons wins with the fastest three count in wrestling history after Simmons simply pushes JYD down. And... In a second, we're going to hear from Jim Hurd, but I guess I'll throw it to Harper. Do you have anything? you have any thoughts on how this all played out here? I mean, what do you want me to tell you? It's, Nothing. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what else can you do with, with the junkyard dog at this point? <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm just – I mean, wow. am I lying? He's beyond repair. Well, let me help you out. Dude, I've always thought, like, dude – Imagine if he didn't have his problems and he just stayed in, you know, went to the gym and did what he was supposed to do. Well, he was the number two star when he went to WWF. Yeah, but imagine. For how long? No, that's right. what I'm saying. To to, to to Hopper's point, if he just would have, you know, not been on drugs and would have done right and hit the gym. I mean, he was number two, he was the number two baby face to Hogan. Um, he would have never got the world title at that point because they were. I'm sorry, I don't want to piss anybody off, but say I don't it, think they the WWF. Vince McMahon was not going to make a black man world champion. In my personal, how's that any different than today? Well, like I said back then, he definitely wasn't going to make this man world champion. No, so, God, but, no. but the point, but the point is, he if he would have been not on drugs and not getting fat. He would have been tremendous, but you know, here we get dog like and... talking about Jesus. Me. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm fuck, gonna need... Mike? <laughs> that could what? be a whole slew of people you're talking about right now. There's probably half of the people fucking listening to this. <laughs> half shit. the people listening, Harper, Elvis Presley. <laughs> I, mean, shit. I know Harper's not on drugs. You don't know that. Judge me, man. <laughs> don't, don't judge me right now. Look, bruh, there's a difference in being on drugs and going to a day job and being on drugs, and I want to say a drug, than being a world-class athlete like JYD was supposed to be. And there you saw 
the quickest three count in history right there. Look, look, here it comes. Watch this. One, two, three. <laughs> it's like a machine gun. That would piss me off if I was a fan and paid to see that. Oh, God, that would have pissed me off. Well, there it is. So, any other thoughts on this? Talk. Um, I'm interested in what Ron Simmons is doing. Um, I like these two getting after it a little bit. Okay. I also wonder when I was watching this, I mean, there's an angle involved, but it feels like they would, that the WWF would have done this differently without Teddy long and Ron Simmons would have just beat JYD clean here. Well, JYD is about to be out the door. Well, I'll see you later. And yeah. then he come back yeah. next year. Oh, does it, does he bring Tommy rich with him? <laughs> no, Tommy rich will be here in mm, two months. Maybe. Right. Hey, wait till I come back. I'm going to tell all my stories about how I got Jim Hurd to rehire me. Uh-oh. Just wait till you hear it. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Wait till you hear it. I've never wanted to hear the sheik more than I do listening Jimmy, to you. Jimmy, just wait. Oh, Doc, Doc. Hold on, Doc. Just wait. You're going to love how I got my job back with Jim Hurd. You done. I'm done. <laughs> Let's go to Jim Hurd, who's talking about Teddy Long. Here it is. Mr. Hurd, I know you've received a lot of mail, thousands of letters about this officiating situation. I think the fans here, we've had, have we had enough? What's, what, what's the verdict here? What's going to happen? Well, I'll tell you, Jim, Teddy Long's been under suspicion ever since the fast count on the Road Warriors. And he was warned and, and, and suspended from doing title matches. Now I'm sitting in the stands tonight, I've seen all I want to see. The one thing you can try to be as an administrator is fair. And that's what the NWA is going to do. As of this moment, Teddy Long is no longer a referee for the NWA. You might say, as you succinctly put it sometimes, Teddy Long is long gone. All right, fans, there you hear it. Teddy Long has been canned. He is history as far as officiating is concerned in the NWA. We'll be right back on World Championship Wrestling. Doc, before you comment on Jim Hurd. And I have some. Look at that butt cut that this clown has. <laughs> Dude, he... I, <laughs> Man, look at that. That's like part in the Red Sea. Dude, look at that, Hopper. <laughs> you said clown. My note was chump. Chump. That works, too. He's not even at the level of old um, white executive to get a good haircut. You know what he looks like, Mike? Who? When you peel a, a, a fucking crawfish... <laughs> and you pull that little fucking spine, the little, the, the where people yeah. Like, yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm hungry for crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we love when Aubrey's on the show. He just compared Jim Hurd's haircut to peeling crawfish when you pull a little, <laughs> when you pull the turd out of right. the spine. Yeah. So, so this asshole, Mike, you know this. He's every executive in a corporate setting you've ever met, where he's demeaning and he's an asshole 
and nobody likes him, but we all have to put up with his bullshit because we all need our jobs because we got mortgages to pay. And you're just like, man, every idea sucks, but we can't tell him. We got to do what he says. Fuck us. This is killing us. Am I wrong? Fucking Spacey uh, Sprockets. I don't know what you're talking about. For the Jetsons. Oh, I didn't really watch that. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I, kind of know what he's talking about. But I got to say, Doc has no lies detected right there. But uh, K-Fay, brother, this is an open channel. I just been in our previous jobs, not oh, in the yeah. jobs that we have today. Dude, he he when you watch him, when you look at that promo and that stupid haircut, God. Everything about him looks like a schmuck. Dude, just he looks so. He Ugh. looks like he might as well be the only thing that would make it better is if he was 5 foot 4. I mean, look and, at him, Hopper. Doesn't he just look like a schmuck? He, he man, why is his hair like that? I just want him to I turn to Jim and go. Now you're going drinking with me tonight, aren't you? Who? <laughs> J- oh, imagine being J- Jr. Still relatively young here, so imagine Jr. Just dealing with this clown who's grabbing onto his hand while he's giving his yeah, promo. dude. Oh, just yeah. stand there. What kind of sexual harassment is this? Dude, you know why he's doing that? Because I bet you he's used he's to holding other shit. He's nervous. He's nervous too. That's part of it. Rick would he's do not... it, I think, just to get himself like centered sometimes. But the difference between Ric Flair and Jim Hurt, God, no one. Let me tell this you, is a let... fucking. He's a turd. Why... Let me tell you why you tell he's nervous. He's he does look at the camera at the very beginning. He never looks at it again. See how he's he's, he's going back and forth. He can't even yep. look. He can't even look into the camera. He's a turd. And, and I'm sorry, but. Your job, your executive. I told you. Damn, look at the camera. Hey, man, if you're at that level in a corporation like this, your job is kissing babies and shaking hands, rallying people, and making it about six or seven big decisions a year. Yeah, because you're a politician. So, right. yeah, kiss the baby, shake hands, make it, you know, hey, this is good. So if you peace. can't public speak at this level in this company in 1989, you might as well go fucking flush your head down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Doc. You know what? Okay, you know what I thought you were about to say. I was listening to Harper's Bigfoot rant again today. Oh no! And and you what a after after Harper ranted about Bigfoot, you said, "Let me tell you something. If you believe in the Dog Man, because we were talking about the Dog Man too, you said on Thanksgiving Day, go put your head right in front of the barrel of the twelve gauge shotgun and pull the trigger." That was (laughs) fucked up. That's back when I was a heel. Yeah. God. Remember oh. when I got remember when I got saved? <laughs> sure, whatever. Okay. We keep going. Great Muda defeats Lee Scott. Doc, this is Lee Scott from some Smoky Mountain matches. I don't know if I've said that before when we've seen him, but I wanted to point that out. Uh Scott yeah. doesn't stand a chance here. Muda wins well, what, moonsault. What I really liked out of this, and I thought it was subtle, is Muda blows the mist in the air, and Gary Hart acts like some of it came down on his face, and he's got his hanky out wiping his face. That's intricate storytelling. I love that. Yeah, because the like the residual caught him, and it wasn't. It didn't feel good on his eyes. Right. Yeah. I thought that was really, really a neat touch. Yep, I agree. 
So you probably heard there during the commentary, Jim Ross does say Muda will wrestle JYD at the pay-per-view coming up. That's going to be not really tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Sign up there. You get access to that when we record it. Well, who would have won that? Muda would have destroyed him. But what's funny is JYD no showed from what I think I remember. And Muda ended up wrestling just so you know, Doug Gilbert. Jesus. Could you imagine him versus a junkyard dog? I'm well, last week, last week he was supposed to miss him, and he didn't. Oh, God. That just would have been horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it really would have. I mean. Yeah. It really would have. Yeah. No ifs, fans or butts. But anyway, uh, Doc, any thoughts on Amuda winning this match? Uh, Amuda looks great again, as usual. Well, he does. He looks phenomenal. This this guy is, you know, there. there's some low points in in – in the NWA and World Championship Wrestling right now, and Muda is not one of them. I mean, you look yes, at Muda. Great. Yeah, he is man. a he is a breath of fresh air. He's got the mystery. He's got the moves. I don't get the shit that somebody. I think it's Jr. says that he was good looking. I don't think that flies in racist 1989. But I don't care because I ain't trying to fuck him. I just want to watch him wrestle. Oh yeah, he's, he's attractive. His, I mean, look at he, him. Okay. Something was in the South. Uh, it's 1989, but as far as they're concerned, the, the war didn't end but 10 years earlier, and they still hate the Japanese. Right. Yeah. So, okay. All right. I mean, uh, we Doc. all know at least one person in our family that in 2020 won't buy a, a Japanese-made car. Oh, I, I, I don't know if people oh. still think that way. I, I think they do. <laughs> I've heard... I've heard some good old rednecks in 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 the in the great state of Texas, as Dirk Murdoch, Dick Murdoch would say. I've heard some uh, I've heard yeah. some Texans say that, man. Yeah, that's real, real over here, y'all. I mean, they don't even make American cars anymore. That's not the point. They make them. Well, I'm thinking no, trucks. No, they don't. They got they trucks. Desi- they design they them. They have them, but. No, they don't. I wouldn't buy them. <laughs> name name a Chrysler. LeBaron. They have they have they have like those. What's that? The the small Chevrolet and the Fifth Avenue. No, they got those. It's a those... candy bar. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I get confused. But I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I can't say I would never. I mean, but I, I don't know. I I. I I don't. I'd buy an American truck. I'm not buying an American car. Right. It's crazy. Exactly. I know. Somebody be like, "What do you mean, America?" No, I, I love America. Stop. Um, hey, okay. The, you're just letting the free market make your decisions, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's right. Okay, so we're gonna go to Sting in the, <laughs> the Iron Sheik. They're having this uh, contest with the with the freaking what the fuck the clubs. Uh, I'm I'm fast forwarding a little bit in it because I can't play the part with the music because uh won't, it won't go up on YouTube. So give me some cheeky into... baby. I know give cheeky baby doc. You know I am Rossi. I want to see this. I can't wait. All right, Sheik. Show him what you want to do. Show Look him, him exactly how it's done. Jim Rice. I show him. I show Luke Snuger, Ricky Stimbo, anybody. I want to. That's Okay, show Sting right here. Just show him right here. All right. Takes a great deal of strength and a great deal of balance to execute this tremendous feat. 
the only active wrestler that we have seen that can perform this test of strength. All right, that's a good demonstration right there, Sheik. All right. Are you ready to try it? Are you ready to try this? Yeah, okay, hold on, hold on a second. Hold, hold my belt, hold this belt. Sheik, hey Sheik, wait a second. I almost got it. Show me one more time how to do this, okay? Let me just, one more time, okay? Oh, just show me. I, I want to make sure I get this right. You know, I taught American TV champion is as smart like the Sheik World Champion, but you are an idiot. I'll show you one more time. Show him one more time. You better pay attention this time. Well, he's not quite sure. Show him one more time. Show him one more time. All you want is one more demonstration, right? Yeah, that's it. I, I'll get it this time. There he is. Tremendous test of strength. You think you got it? All right, Sheik, that's good. That's good. All right. I know it's putting a tremendous strain on you there. All right, now. They look, they look heavy. He looks like he's getting tired. Let me see. All right, let's see the. I think you got it now, don't you? You sure? Well, you want to. Sheik, I'm sorry. I apologize, okay? One more time. I, I swear, if you do it one more time, I got it. I got it down pat, Rossi. I can do this. Just show me one more time. It looks like you got it down pat. Will you do it one more time? He's a slow learner. Jim Ross, can you imagine if he was Iran and Ayatollah see that idiot three times? I have to show that idiot what an intelligent champion he is. Well, this isn't the Ayatollah, and this isn't Iran, so if you want to do it one more time, do it. And you pay attention. You are an idiot. This is the last time I'm going to do it. I don't know how he's doing this. This is the third time. Well, they say the third time's a charm, right? Here he goes. Takes tremendous strength, tremendous balance to do the Persian clubs. All right, Sheik, that's quite good. I think he understands now. I think he has the, the complete picture. I think he has, the message is there. I, Rossi, I got the complete picture, Sheik. I just want to tell you something. There is no doubt in my mind you are the very best at swinging those Persian clubs. But wrestling in the ring, or let's call it wrestling, May 7th. Oh! Oh, I'm going to do that better than swinging the clubs anywhere. All right, I think you've been duped, my friend. I think you've been duped here. You did it three times. You know, you didn't have a guts. No, May 7th in the Nashville, Tennessee. I'm gonna show you who is the real champion. Cameraman, zoom it. Look at me. Well, he may be an Iranian champion, but he's not too smart and will be right back. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They messed all this up. Proceed. Sting looks like the shithead here. I mean, if he was laying on the floor gasping for air after three attempts and can't wrestle in a week, or it hindered his performance, maybe. But he did it three times. Sting punked out, and he and then she cut a promo on him. 
What's the problem? Sting looks like the dumbass. Yeah, right, right. That's what I was thinking. She, she, Sting looks like the dumbass, and Iron Sheik is flexing afterwards. He's flexing. He's cherry on top. Sting's too stupid to figure it out, or too dumb, or whatever. Look! 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 He's look up. Oh, look! Check those abs out. There you go. <laughs> I love Sheik, man. Sheik is fantastic. He is great. I think Doc nailed it. Sting looks like a dumbass. Sheik looks like a a bull. He made, I mean, my note here was that the Sheik made Sting humble here. Let's wait for the pay-per-view to pass out final judgment, though, on this I, I know how that's going to turn out, so I got to take this one. I can get it. <laughs> I got you. Harper, what you got from this? It's just, man, I bet this match sucks, huh? How could it be I'm good? Not, I'm yeah. not saying nothing. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. I'm going to leave it alone. But she, 1989, the Sheik, Iron Sheik, and Sting feud is something that you – would never think of that would give you loads of laughs and entertainment. Right. Sheik is phenomenal. The best. So we keep going. The Samoan SWAT team with Paul Lee Dangerously are taking on Greg Evans and George South. Uh, JR mentioned that next week the Samoan SWAT team will wrestle the debuting Dynamic Mm. Dudes. Thank God. And and also, JR says next week, Dr. Death and Animal... Uh, we'll wrestle in a designated hitter match. God, that's so dumb, but we'll see that when we get to it. I don't even know what to say. Uh, you know, Samoan SWAT team are going to win this pretty easily. Doc, any thoughts on this match or the commentary or anything? No, I just had a note that the dudes are coming in, but other than that, not really. Hopper, your thoughts? What does a designated, a designated hitter match mean? Oh, just wait till next week. I don't even want to say it now. It, it, it means so that dumb. nobody has to pitch. Uh, I feel hit. like I feel like it was um you know because of Braves baseball or something you know but I heard probably like people watch baseball let's bring it into wrestling uh. yeah. yeah yeah heard good job heard we're not too far from the ding dongs too aren't we oh the ding dongs are I think at the next clash maybe yeah yeah all right uh after Samoan SWAT team wins. Guys, we see a promo from Ricky Steamboat that I am not playing because nothing is said. That's nice. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm. Look, I'm, I'm just being fair. Like, nothing, nothing said. It's not even a good build, and I hate saying that because these two are going to have a tremendous third match. But the promo, yeah, yeah, leave it at that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then we go to. Let me get to it. Uh, we're gonna go to a Lex Luger promo. So let's see what Lex has to say. And now remember. Uh, Lex is in this deal right now with Michael Hayes. They're going to be feuding, and I believe they got a match to pay-per-view. So let's hear from Lex. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. Jim Ross along with the United States Heavyweight Champion, the total package, Lex Luger. And ladies and gentlemen, remember, uh, coming up uh, one week from this Sunday afternoon in Nashville, Tennessee, the big event, Lex Luger puts the gold on the line. He is indeed the people's champion. And the challenger, Michael Hayes, scheduled to be in this next match. I find it appalling that Michael Hayes has the audacity to say that he wants to win this championship 
on his own without any help. He doesn't need Buddy Roberts. He doesn't need Terry Gordy, his former partners of the Freebirds. But in Chicago recently, he needed brass knucks to put the champion down in a non-title, in a tag team event. He's a man you've got to watch for, and I know you're going to be ready to represent all the people package. Well, you know, Jim Ross, Michael Hayes talks real big, but May 7th is the place. That's the time Nashville, Tennessee is the place, and Michael Hayes, that's when all the talking does not do you good anymore, because everything you've done, including Chicago, you've dug one more scoop of dirt in that grave, and it's getting mighty deep. Because in Nashville, Tennessee, baby, you don't get a body like this by talking big. It's called working out, it's dedication, and all these people here, I'll tell you, have played a big role in the total package winning this belt. And I can't stand the thought of a Michael Hayes standing up here as a U.S. Heavyweight Champion. I'm not going to let it happen. I know, Lex, you said that if you could take this belt and cut it up into a million pieces, that it would be distributed to the fans of the NWA. A real fans champion and fans let's go back in time and show you what happened in chicago okay um doc any thoughts i thought luger was okay here corny as hell but effective we cut up the belt into a million pieces and give all the fans what a class act what a good guy what a, what a good, dude. good guy michael um, any other thoughts? Cut off the belt. It, it, that sounds like something Hogan would say. Brother. It really does. Yeah. Any other thoughts? I'm ready to get it on, man. These two have been dealing with this for too long. Um, Michael, we're going to need you to not wear the stars and bars anymore. Um, we're, Robe, we're, we're trying to go national here. Now, let's throw it up to our ring announcer, Rhubarb Jones. Okay, Doc. Good job. All right. So the next match is Steve Casey versus Michael Hayes. Hayes wins with a DVT, and that's all I got from it. Aubrey, you got anything else from that? He was like a big uh, Green Bay Packers uh, cheerleader. With the green and gold, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's about how big those big bitches are anyway. Wow. Dad, come on. Fucking up there eating cheese all day and shit. Why? What's wrong with you? I bet they're locked up like a motherfucker. Those Midwest. So you're not. Whoa, 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 whoa. He just, he just opened the door. He said, I bet they're locked up. So what you're saying is you're not circle, circle, dot, dot in those big enough. Oh, ones. God. Uh, no. Why? Yeah, you, because... that, that, would, that would be kind of bitter, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it, Hopper? Yeah. See? That's what I'm talking See? about. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. But again, Hayes wins with the DDT. Doc, anything from you? Hayes, Casey. I am actually ready to see these two get it on. So, yeah, we like to see this match. Yeah, it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we keep it moving. The next match is the last match, and no more promos. We got Eddie Gilbert and Rick Steiner versus the Varsity Club. This match starts though, um, because this is only a forty-one minute episode. This mm. match starts with. Only four minutes of TV time. So you got these two teams. You got Rotunda and Dr. Death, I should point that out, against uh, Rick Steiner and Eddie Gilbert. So four minutes of TV time remaining. You've got the U.S. and the world tag champs wrestling each other. Uh, at the end of the match, Gilbert throws uh, Gilbert is thrown out of the ring, and Sullivan is out there with some scissors. Missy tries helping Eddie. Sullivan 
flings Missy off of his back violently. I mean, Sullivan mm. just doesn't give a damn when it mm-hmm. comes to women out there. Uh, the Road Warriors music hits. They head down and start brawling with Sullivan and Dr. Death and Rotunda, and JR says we're out of time and we go off air. So that's how it ends. It's n- n- no contest, basically. But I'll throw it to you, Doc, first. Let me know what you got from this and if you got any timestamps or anything. No timestamps. He did. Man, Sullivan went after Missy's hair, dude. Leave that dude. alone. And he flung her down. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, well, I Sullivan guess it don't was care, my thing. My thing was is that if Sullivan's coming after me with a blade, I guess it's better my hair than my my upper arm. Or he could come at you with a chair and clock you in the back of the head like he did Jeff Daniels in Smoky Mountain Wrestling and give him like 20 stitches. Yeah. But, you know. Or he could carve his autograph in your fucking bicep. That's nice. Uh, Hawk, Man, anything? I, here's the other thing. My Here's my question. I'm assuming, and I don't know the answer to this. I'm I'm very alcohol addled these days. But when the Road Warriors came out, they played their dumb music, their WWF music over the top. Do you think they played Black Sabbath when they came out? Because if so, that's stupid too. Yeah. They were still playing Black Sabbath this time. But they shouldn't have played any music. They did a run-in. I agree. That's the problem like with today's wrestling. That's the problem with today's wrestling. As I go out and yell at clouds, <laughs> well, at they got to it. play everybody's music for a run-in. Shit, why are you going to give everybody a notice that this shit's about to happen? For real. For real. Hey, do uh, you Hopper. think that you think go that uh, Doctor Death and Steiner could throw some 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 uh, clotheslines? Jesus Christ! Yeah, I know they look fucking great, huh? These big bastards. This is this is the NWA. This is where we wrestle. Yeah, this is good shit here. It really the is because pro- you got four is so, fucking guys is in so, there who can bump. I know people. We people have covered this ad nauseum in the past. It is crazy how good the wrestling is, and everything else is shit in 1989. Yeah, as in you got a perfectly good varsity club member named Mike Rotunda in. He's slowly going to become Captain Mike. I wonder why. Look at, Look at that when Steiner leaped out of his shoes to take off his head. Okay, well, hold, on. hold on. Hold on. Yeah, two things. So watch this clothesline. Watch this deal with with, with Steiner and Dr. Death. Because this is he vicious. Just explodes. And then, look at that. And then watch Missy. Watch Sullivan fling Missy. I mean, she hits the ground hard. Yeah. Did, okay. Did he know it was her or did he? Was, yeah, I guess he did. I mean, he yeah, didn't even it let her? it fucking register. He just like, get the fuck off me, bitch. I would have pulled up that skirt and started trying to cut that other set of hair. You know what? Come on. You see? You see? That's you why see? we can't. That's why we can't. Well, actually, we can get good sponsors, but but that's that's a problem. Here's how you roll that into a sponsorship. Missy. If you want to come over and let me get my manscape out, I can help you. I thought you were. I, <laughs> I was getting worried. I thought, well, I'll give. I'll give her a blue. I'll give her a blue chew and let her. Pay why you. are you plugging stuff that's not paying us? I'm just. I, I'm auditioning for the for the for the. Yeah, what's the promo code? Uh, the promo code the is the promo uh, code is is uh, BTT Dong Croutons. Big swollen dick. Big big swollen. <laughs> Grow up. 
<laughs> Grow up. Jesus. I'm just saying. So they go we off here after hey, all of this. We thing. went off hot with this. I mean, that's we no did. joke. You can't cut the hottest woman in wrestling's hair. Dude, he flung her down like a rat. Throw her down all you right. want if you put a ring on it. I'm just saying you don't cut her hair. <laughs> Jesus. That's nice. It's a Sopranos line. You want to yeah. hit my niece? You want to hit my niece? Marry you. So basically, it's okay if you're married. Wow. Um, but they go off air hot. The the Warriors are brawling with the Varsity Club. Um, lots of sh- it's stuff breaking going on down. Here. It's breaking down. Go off air. And that's it. That's how this thing ends. So... When the show ends, we always rate it and give out a Rolex. So as far as uh, the ratings go, before we do that, I want to remind everyone, please use the Amazon referral link. It is tinyurl.com slash Amazon. We're getting close to the holidays. So, hey, I'm assuming there's not going to be a lot of traffic in malls this year. So please use that Amazon that? link. What? Was that a fan? I don't know. What was it? Watch. You messing up my plug, Harper. Show. Right. What a fan. Him. Who the fuck is that? This is the camera guy. Oh, no, the guy in the back. He looked like the kind of guy that would choke out Harper at a wrestling show. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon is Watch. The there way. goes the camera guy. Who the fuck's that guy? Have you seen my baseball? Doc, Hopper must be on drugs or something right now. <laughs> he said earlier that he does drugs. I mean, yeah. that, was, oh. that was a cry for help. All right. So if you need an intervention, I'm sure they sell things like that on Amazon. Tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Great way to support this show. Again, we're not far off from Thanksgiving at this point. About Two and a half months away. So please consider using it. Tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Do what our friend JBL Objective said a couple of weeks ago. Put the link in the browser when your woman is online shopping and tell her to use it every time she uses Amazon bookmark it as well. Okay. Uh, Doc, you want to rate it first or you want to give out your Rolex? Which one you want? Let's rate first. And I'm going to say, I'm going to give this an uh, an A minus. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing, A-. minus. Harper, what about you? It was, it was short, lots of good content. Harper, how about you? Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, it's fucking 41 minutes. Hard to screw that up. Yeah. I mean, think Couple. about it. If, you, if you're if used to watching an hour and 20-minute, hour and 30-minute episode, that means if Harper's only go, got to watch 41 minutes, that means he can use the other 41 minutes to circle, circle, dot, dot, and bang. And still be late to every week's show. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I wish Harper really knew how much time Menace and I talked about his lack of punctuality. And now it's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. It's a gimmick, brother. Okay. So we need to uh, do the Rolex. So before we do so, remember if you want to get the pay per view review that's coming up or the clashes that we've done or the previous pay per views, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. We're also doing a lot of live streams these days. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. The only way to access the live streams, the world class shows, the ECW shows, 
the clashes and the nwa wcw pay-per-views as well so thank you very much if you're signing up or if you're already signed up and if you're not please do so i'm begging you thank you and i'll beg again next week now let's do the rolexes mine is going once again to the iron Sheik because he is just ridiculous and i love it so Sheiky baby gets my rolex for sure doc you hey um this is this is no lie what i'm about to say i saw it on on cnn which some people go that's a lie it's not a lie uh the rock i don't know if y'all seen this the rock is saying he had the rona i i heard but i wasn't sure if it was um... he said he's on the other side but that it whooped his ass well you'll be safe i'm just you know harper's out there gallivanting around the beaches and shit i just want everybody to be safe um yeah and uh, and my my Rolex will go to the Iron Cheek. I mean, That's who else right. could you give it to? Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, but he did. Um, That's true, huh? Murdoch. Nah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could give it to Sullivan for being ridiculous and abusing a woman flinging her down but no the sheik was ridiculous you got to give it i, I don't honestly it's got to go to the sheik you could give a reverse rolex a tim horner award like a thin man within mark wilson used to say you could give that to jim hurd but i feel like sheik's got to get the rolex how can an episode be in how could how could a wrestling episode in 1989 get an a- when sheik's getting a rolex yeah i know huh? isn't that <laughs> fucked up I feel like I need to rethink my rating here. <laughs> hey, we got a big, hey, we got ourselves a big weekend, Mike, because we got Labor Day weekend coming up. This will come out after that. But, you know, you and I are going to be watching not only next week's episode, but we're going to be watching that super-duper pay-per-view to get ready because we're recording the pay-per-view episode next week. That's Music right. City Showdown, man. It's going to be a, a, a hot-ass time. Guess what? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make this plug out there. Harper has refused to join us for the pay-per-view. So uh, we're calling in a backup uh, third man in the booth. Who is it? Can't tell you. Okay. You can tell him. It'll make him mad. Okay. No, he'll cut a promo. Please tell him. Please tell him. Please. Uh, We're we're calling in the Black Harper. None other than uh, Robert Silva. That's nice. Well, he does show did, up on time. Did you? Yeah. Harper, did you see that that picture that Sparks created? Yeah. I was, I was against it, Harper, but he said, look, we need a third person, and we're doing it in the morning. Harper can't do it. Silva will do anything to be a part of this. Yeah. And I, I said, okay. There you go. So Taz is doing the show. Taz is doing the fucking show. Mm-hmm. I guess fucking Tracy Smothers must be working, huh? Tracy Smothers will be working during the day, yes. Yeah. If, if Taz tries to T-bone suplex me, he's going to get it. Harper, Harper pop me. He said, bro, y'all sound like New Jack, Tracy Smothers, and Taz. <laughs> he's not he did. wrong. He was hot. He was cutting a promo. It was so funny. Oh. Hey, you know what, though? This is what we got to tell people. We all every show we try to do, we try to get the three of us in the booth, but it's hard because we got busy lives. 
demanding women. Yeah, for and, real. And, and there's just a lot going on. So the the preferred threesome is still the the three of us, but we got to be flexible, and that's the key word for 2020 is being flexible. Yes. And social distancing. And social well, distance. Yeah, and wash your hands. Note, and wash your hands and your ass. You take a temperature. No, that doesn't mean anything. That's yeah. Oh, apparently, it does. No, it no, you can something. be, you can be asymptomatic and not be running the temperature up. But come on, isn't that fucking stupid, bro? Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> He's all not about it. Ugh, you know, I want to take it's it though. That's only Tracy Smothers, Taz, and New Jack. I mean, what the hell, man? Shut up, Darren. Yeah, dick. I mean, what the hell, Hopper? I mean, come on, bro. Listen up, guys, man. It's just, it's just ridiculous. I'm going to give up on this show. I've been listening now for a year, and I'm kind of sick of it. Okay. I'm going to tell you, Darren, what I tell anybody else out there. Tear Put your, your head in front of the whole shotgun. <laughs> Put your head in front of the whole shotgun. Tear your ass. I don't give a shit. That's nice. We ain't doing this for the complainers and the whiners and the bitches. We're doing it for the thousands of people who, just like Reg out there, that are working their shoot jobs. And this is this is a ray of sunshine in their otherwise miserable lives. And I ain't making funny, y'all. We all got shit going on these days. So there you go. If you don't like it, don't hate listening to this. I don't hate watching new wrestling. I go find something better, dude. There's lots of options these days. <laughs> Doc cutting promos. I love it. All right. Well, on that note, I want to... Uh... Uh, plug a couple of things. First off, I want to mention our vantage point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the Northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun. Nonetheless, they support us. So please support them. Check them out. OVP podcast. All right. And then check out the bottom line cast with Mike Prue and JV. They do our ECW show on a Patreon feed, but they also do a, a free show called the bottom line cast, which is on the career of stone cold, Steve Austin. And on that note, doc, I want to throw it to you. Do you have anything else before we get out of here? That's a big fat. Nah, brand. Nah, brand. All right. Harper, what about you? Anything from you? Anything before no. we get out of here? Let's roll. All right. Well, Harper, you know what? We're what? not going to hit the tagline this week. Okay. Right, Doc? What are we doing? I I don't know. Aren't you playing something on the way out or some shit? I don't know. This is what happens when we we forget our planning meetings. We This is what happens when we forget our planning meetings. So, Am I supposed to say something or are you just going to play a clip of it? I don't. What were we going to do? What, were we just going to play the clip? I don't, I don't remember. I told you to pull a clip of Bob Armstrong saying bad to the bone. Well, here, let me. It would be badass if whoever got that clip, I forget who it was, got Bob Armstrong saying book it, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me pull the clip up. Here it is. This is Bullet Bob Armstrong. Thanks to Thin Man within Mark Wilson getting him to do this a couple, uh, about a year, year and a half ago. This is Bullet Bob. Promoting BTT and saying bad to the bone. There's some music playing in the background, so but get you'll get over that. Here it is. Hi, I'm Bullet Bob Armstrong. You're listening to a podcast of Smoking Mountain Wrestling, one of my favorite times of wrestling. And remember, this podcast is always bad to the bone. R.I.P. Bullet Bob. <laughs>